All right, this is part two of Role of Community in Recovery. Today, Drew and I are going to be talking about if I can recover on my own. You can find Drew at theanxioustruth.com. You can find me at joeryan.com on Instagram at joeryan. And if you're interested in coaching, you can book a free 15 to 30-minute consultation. Go to joeryan.com slash coaching. All right, here we go. What's up, Joe? Welcome back. Hey, Drew. How are you? Welcome. Yeah, I'm good. We're going to pretend that we didn't literally just record the last one. <laughs> 30, yeah, 30 seconds ago. We're in the same clothes. That's the way we're going to have to do it. So uh, continuing on in our little series about sort of the role of community in anxiety and trauma recovery. Today, we're going to ask, answer the question that a lot of people ask. But okay, so community is great. But can I totally recover in solitude? Can I do this completely on my own? What do you think? No. <laughs> no. No. Okay, no. thanks for coming, everybody. <laughs> We're out. Mic drop. Yeah, mic drop. So why no? Why do you think no? It's only going to take you so far. The whole goal is to get back into society, get back into humanity, start living a more full life. I can't practice being around other people when I'm alone. The only way I can learn how to be comfortable with other people is by being with other people. Right. There's a lot of this work needs to be done alone. And for me, I had to go inward for a while and recharge, regroup, start to see the feelings and what was going on, where the fears were, why they were there, and then slowly start moving back out into the world. If I didn't find a good therapist, if I didn't find a good support group, I couldn't see the things that I couldn't see. We all have blind spots and we need somebody to shine the mirror on us and go, hey, did you ever think about it this way? Mm. And most of the time when somebody says that, my answer is always no. Like I can only figure out so much about me alone. I do need and we all need to be part of something greater than ourselves, a big collective community where we can feed off of each other where we feel like we belong. Yeah. I think you could make, so I think the, the, it holds true whether you're dealing with trauma resolution or recovery from an anxiety disorder, you're doing that work so that you can get your life back or have a life, the life you imagine. Now, maybe you imagine a life as a hermit. That's possible. We can acknowledge that. But assuming you don't, sooner or later, you have to add people into that equation, social structures, family, friends, whatever, like community organizations. And the only way to actually do that is to do it. So part of the work of recovery, I'll speak to anxiety while you speak to trauma, is do it. You have to get into that community setting, that social setting. It's part of the work. You don't get better alone, and then I'll go back to life. Like going back to life, we live to recover. We don't recover to live. Right. And most of us, whether it's anxiety or trauma, have very poor boundaries with people. We have trouble saying no. We don't feel safe within our bodies. We don't feel confident or competent to stand up for ourselves. So being out in the world can be very fearful. Learning who you are when you pull in and you spend that time alone is starting to build up certain strengths within yourself, getting familiar, getting more comfortable alone within your own body. At a certain point, when you start to get more comfortable with you alone, the goal is going to start to be looking outward. And being around people. And for me, it was a small, slow ascent back into 
society and humans and people where I'd pop out for 35 minutes and then make an excuse to leave because 35 minutes was my top out. It was too much emotionally. I couldn't handle it. And then I would have to go home and process the feelings and the emotions so that the next time I went out, I could maybe get it to 45 minutes. Right. It was just building up a comfort around people. We don't want to spend the rest of our lives hiding out in the house in fear. And the only way to conquer fear is to slowly start leaning into it and getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yeah. Part of the process of getting better is, is engaging with the world again. So can you do all the work in isolation? No. And specifically if you're recovering from an anxiety disorder, you know, those exposures, when you're doing those things that work, that's solitary work. It just is. When you would, you know, have to sit and sit in things like shame or, you know, rumination and those feelings that you would avoid it for so many years, that's solitary work. That's lonely work. But then you got to forklift that work back into life. Otherwise, what's the point of it? Right. What, what right. So you're I'm a super mentally healthy, no longer anxious person that is, sits at home alone all the time. Nobody wants that. No, I sit alone in my fear and my abuse and my trauma and my shame and all those fun emotions. And I, learn how to deal with them by myself. The more that I can tame them within me, the freer and lighter I feel that when I go out, I don't feel like I have to be as protective of my emotional well-being or my body or what's going on around me. It's about understanding your feelings and emotions, your fears, your past traumas, starting to get a handle on it and processing them alone. Yeah. But why would I want to spend the rest of my life just sitting on the couch in fear, afraid to go out and interact with people. We want to be able to express who we are and just be us out in the world. Finding out who we are alone is very important, but then finding out who we are with people, that's a whole nother level, yeah. but it has to be done. And finding safe places, that's if you can find a good coach, a good therapist, somebody you trust where you can start coming out of hiding in a safe place you learn to build trust with your darkness yeah. and you don't have to fear it. And then we can go out in the world and not have to fear people finding out these parts of us that we don't want people to see because we're showing it to ourselves first. Mm -hmm. We become comfortable with it. We find somebody we can get comfortable with. And then we slowly start to expand outward for more people. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. You know, so nobody, you're right. Nobody wants to spend the rest of their life alone, hiding on the couch, afraid. But if you sit on the couch and manage to learn how to not be afraid, that's great. But then you won't need to sit on the couch anymore. You're going to have to get out anyway. And you never really get to the fully unafraid until you do the getting out part. Otherwise, it always leaves that little bit of, yeah, but yeah, but now I have to go to that wedding. Now I have to go. to Yeah, you do sooner or later. So and the more work you do with this, you're going to start getting excited about weddings and social events because you're going to build up your confidence. I always use the analogy of like a relationship. So when you get into a relationship, all your past stuff comes up at some point. There's so much on the line. I can't sit on the couch and figure out my relationship issues if I'm not in a relationship. I don't even know what some of them are until I get into that situation. So the way we grow is by putting ourselves in situations that we want to be in, seeing what happens in our body emotionally, mentally, physically, and trying to understand it better. You're not going to be able to think yourself out of this. You have to act your way through it. Yeah, 
And some of that is going to be not acting in isolation. So the short answer, can I totally recover on my own? Well, you could do a lot of recovery on your own, but not all of it. Sooner or later, you got you to get into the community. And that, that's what we've been talking about in this little series. Next time, we're going to talk about like, well, how the community represents support that you cannot get alone. Thanks for listening. You can contact me at joeryan.com. Follow me on Instagram at joeryan. And if you want, you can leave us a review on iTunes. That'd be great. All right, take care.